Off the Record is a show from 88.1 WKNC in which DJs talk with artists about everything from their music to upcoming tours to former bandmates' birthdays. Make sure to follow WKNC on SoundCloud and Tumblr so you never miss a beat. Enjoy. Splash Jordan, thank you so much for being in studio today. Uh, you and I and WKNC are doing an event coming up on Monday, September 9th. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what we're doing, what uh, we're hoping to draw people in for, and why you do this in general. Uh, so first and foremost, if you'd like to describe who you are and what your podcast is, that would be fantastic. All right. Well, thank you, first of all, for having me up here. Uh, I appreciate it. I'm a uh, Content creator, uh, producer, also um, music A&R. I uh, host a podcast in the uh, Raleigh, in the Triangle area. It's called The Verdict Podcast. We discuss matters of, uh, you know, we, we discuss legal matters. We discuss uh, national, local court cases. We also have uh, several um, legally aimed segments on the show. Try, basically, overall, just trying to remove the stigma of going to jail mm -hmm. and uh, trying to highlight the actions taken by individuals who haven't let those circumstances hold them back. You know, they've gone on to be um, moguls, musicians. They are, you know, starting brands and, uh, you know, being involved in their community. And how long has this podcast series been running? Um, actually, we just crossed the uh, two-year mark in June. Congratulations! Thank you, thank You're you. Um, I didn't, I didn't remember myself. I had, I just randomly checked about two weeks ago, and I thought, and I saw that you know we were, you know, past our anniversary, and I thought, oh man, you know, we've known it two years now. Yeah. So, um, two years coming up on uh, just under eighty episodes and about ten thousand downloads. So, uh, with what frequency do you release podcasts? Hmm. <laughs> well, um, I know you, that face. <laughs> right. If you're asking me, then I'm going to say uh, every Friday at noon. OK. <laughs> every Friday at noon. But is, if I'm not asking you. Well, if I'm being honest, you know, sometimes, you know, it's, noon is more like 2.30 ish. Yeah. And Friday could become Saturday morning. Um, you know, we're, we're, you know, having fun with it. You know, I don't hold myself to that, although I do like to hold myself to that because I know right, people right. are looking and consistency is key. But, you know, sometimes, you know, it's a, it's a late night. It'd be like that sometimes right? and things come up and two years is what? So the, 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 it's, it's a total 180 from where it started. It started, um, a, a buddy of mine, I moved to Raleigh from Charlotte, a buddy of mine uh, who also moved to Raleigh from Charlotte. We were doing a show. It's called The Verdict, but we didn't speak about anything, you know, that was related in a courtroom right. or um, police encounters or legal matters at all. And so, um, you know, went through a number of host changes and a bunch of, you know, breaks and, you know, hey, I might just quit this. And then, you know, eventually I kind of, you know, found a team that, you know, it worked a little bit better. And then uh, I started to, you know, think more, develop the audience more, the target base a little bit more. And so now, you know, I can say that th there are, you know, a number of individuals in, in Raleigh, Durham, Charlotte who do support, um, do come to uh, our events as well as, you know, engage. So, you know, thank you to everybody who does listen. Yeah. And that was actually my follow up question. So perfect segue. Uh, what kind of events do you do regarding the verdict? Well, we're doing an event. Um, yeah, perfect time to promo what we're going to do. <laughs> right, right. So uh, live episodes is, is you know, the, the easiest way to describe it. But um, and I'm actually doing an, an event um, partnering with uh, WKNC mm -hmm. um, 
on September the 9th uh, at NC State. Uh, it's a you know, free event, you know, to come out and kind of interact with the podcast. But we also have uh, open uh, to the public, not just NC State students. Right. Open to the public. Anybody can come out. And I, not only will you get to see a premium podcasting experience, as I call it, but, you know, there'll be some uh, treats and uh, prizes and contests as well. And that, that's one thing that we're known for is the contest that we do, the prizes that we give away. It's not what you would typically, you know, come to expect from listening to a podcast. But I like to reward those people who do listen to my show. Right, um, right. You know, I really appreciate that. So maybe you could win this cat, this uh, $50, you know, cash app drawing, mm-hmm. or maybe you win these concert tickets. Um, so uh, in addition- just got a free meal. Right, yeah. yeah. You, you know, free stuff, you know, for my fans, because, you know, that's how I feel about them. Absolutely. So um, in addition to that, you know, I do a- um, um, semi-annual uh, variety show uh, a sight to see um i'm preparing for a second iteration of that um where it's uh you know different mediums performing on the same stage podcasters musicians um dancers even uh, magicians in some cases uh so just try to keep things you know i like this market for the diversity and so i like to keep you know the the type of content that i'm producing diverse as well Fantastic. Could you give an example of the kind of content that you put out? I know that you said that oftentimes you'll have like legal oriented, but not legally backed, for example, discussions um, behind the scenes. You and I have talked about the things that you work on on the verdict. But for the WKNC audience, what are some examples of like show ongoing themes? Well, so particular one, uh, Victim Renah is a segment where, you know, we discuss the um the perceived victimhood of someone who's, you know, publicly stating that they've been wronged. And, you know, in some cases, uh, uh, you want to give people the benefit of the doubt, but the evidence suggests that there may be some foul play or that there may be some ulterior motive. So we're mm-hmm. kind of just discussing, like, you know, um, what really happened in certain sensitive, you know, incidents. Um, not to make light of it by any means, but uh, we're not lawyers also. So, you know, right. we don't we have no knowledge legally or anything, but we're just giving our opinion as people who are in the community. Um, so that, is this limited to just like triangle ongoings? Uh, no, no, not at all. Not at all. In fact, um, you know, I, I do like to localize the content just so that, you know, people relevancy. Who, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, but if there's something that's more relevant as far as discussion wise then you know we would obviously like to go with that if the more bizarre and out there where it's like okay um you know recently a young woman you know lied about being a trans model you know hmm. but it's, it's lied about being did trans- that really happen right that, that actually happened and then she faced a lot of backlash it wasn't the the first victoria's secret trans model was it no it was uh she modeled for she, her name was carissa pinkston she modeled for fenty interesting right and so there was you know some backlash about that obviously and so you know i believe i didn't catch that on my radar right and then she you know she tried to defend you know it it was just a lot so you know those those are some of the topics that we discuss and it's like you know hey what's going on here what led you to you know act under these circumstances and then i would say man that's a whole can of worms like my mind is turning now it it was pretty wild yeah yeah so and i I spent a lot of time digging in fact i spent so much time digging through the internet to find these stories that another buddy of mine and I collaborate on another podcast that's just about what we find nice. digging through the internet to find content for our shows so um it's called socially acceptable um <laughs> <laughs> so um but uh, I would say the the more famous or popular segments are uh, jail tales where we're highlighting an individual's true story behind bars in many cases some of these people are in jail 
you know, making a phone call or I'm making, you know, that was my next question. Right. We're, yeah. Um, working, working things out. Um, you know, there's some, uh, uh, I'll just say they're make we're making phone calls. Right. Um, and so we're, we're communicating, you know, with individuals who are in jail right now when they're giving their, you know, actual story about, you know, how they're there, what lessons they've learned and then what they want other people to hear. And then, of course, you know, the main, you know, very, very fun segment, Two Truths and a Con, where, you know, three bizarre, you know, legal headlines. And I have my co-host try to, you know, guess which one I made nice. up. So I, I try to trip them up. And, uh, you know, I, I, more times than not, I do trip them up. Sick. Um, just because, you know, I've been around them. So I know what, you know, how to kind of, you know, um, there's a learning curve to right. it yeah yeah right. and just circling back to jail tales uh, that's actually particularly relevant to the WKNC audience or at the very least our staff members simply because uh, we get fan mail from the NC Central Prison like all the time um, they are big fans of WKNC they're like right down the road from us so they're always listening in and um, particularly several of the inmates or I would say like a, a large degree of them are uh, listeners of our chainsaw rock format which is like our heavy metal punk like a little like on the darker side of the okay. music spectrum um, and they send us mail all the time we've had this uh, several years ongoing Friday night request rock block where our DJ Uncle Paul who used to be an NC State student but is now just an alumni who still works with us still runs his segment he gets weekly fan mail from these prisoners and like reads their requests on air or their letters and then plays the songs that they want and they tune in they hear what they want and it's that little bit of um, community interaction for people who like don't typically get that because they are incarcerated Right. Furthermore, we just have a couple um, heavy metal DJs who don't really do a lot of um, inmate interaction. However, they still get fan mail and they'll play those songs every now and then. I myself have gotten inmate fan mail. Just nice. I don't do a heavy metal um, segment, but my one of my best friends and my coworkers does. Um, and she was like, hey, I'm going out of town. Will you cover my shift for me? And I was like, yeah, I will. And I got fan mail from it. Like, oh, nice. like they be listening to us. That's pretty cool. And you know, I, one thing I know is that you know, they, uh, a lot, a large number of inmates just want to do their time and just want to get know, it done, get yeah. it done, reflect, not bother anybody. So they still need things to keep them entertained and grounded in. Um, you know what's going on and kind of keep their mind off of you know other you know other things. So, it's very easy for people to treat inmates with the same like out of sight out of right. mind concept that you do with like your chores you know right. like if i'm not thinking about it i don't have to do it but like these people their lives are still going on right. despite the fact that they've been uprooted and relocated right uh, i know that uh, a lot of uh, program escapes my mind now that i was involved in was sending books to inmates uh, just you know from an improved book list um many i was finding at goodwill or you know a used bookstore right right and you know they appreciate that yeah. You know, uh, having something different to read. If someone who's in there for a period of years, they might have read all the, all the books in the library. All the books in the library, you know, all 14 of them. Getting a new book in there is like, you know, this is like getting a new TV channel for some people. Absolutely. Um, and your point about saying like all 14 of them, like the prison system in the United States really doesn't have um, a great, obviously, like a great rehabilitation program, but like, like engagement. For right. the for the inmates, other than like manual labor, which right. many of them aren't like accustomed to already, right. you can't just like stereotype inmates to like these big buff burly dudes who like right. killed someone and are in there forever. Like, right, it ain't always like that. Right, yeah, they're they're in there though. They're those in there. Yeah, they're people. in there, but like they're not all the same. Right, exactly. yeah, same clothes, but that's about it. Right, mm -hmm. right. Everybody's got a different story. Everybody's learning a different lesson, and for some people on the outside. Hearing that lesson from a person who's there, 
might you know mean a little bit more as far as okay whatever decisions i have to make or whatever choices i'm facing right you know this has hopefully influenced me yeah you know some of these people are you know we're accustomed to fast money and a certain lifestyle but it all came tumbling down due to x y and z Mm -hmm. so if you don't want to hear it from your parents or from tv or from police you know hear it from someone who did what you were attempting to do Mm -hmm. and this is what happened and in and, and almost in all situations, you know, I don't get an excuse or it wasn't me. It was, man, I, I made a terrible decision. I hope nobody does what I did. I hope that people, you know, try a different route. You know, in almost every situation where I have someone that's, you know, that's their stance. You know, they're never mm-hmm. passing the blame or, you know, shirking responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, so, man, I could ask you like 10 million questions, but my next question would be, do you think that those comments that you get from inmates are saying, like, I made a terrible decision. I hope no one does it. Do you think that that's a conclusion that they've come to of their own mind or something that's kind of been drilled into them by the system? I would say both. Mm-hmm. Um, it's being drilled into them. But what they're equating, the number one thing is that I don't have access to what, you know, I can't go to my boy's house. I can't do all the things I used to love doing because I'm here. Right. And I got here because, you know, I got caught doing something I shouldn't have done. And I knew I shouldn't have done it. And, you know, if you're about to do something like that, then think twice. Because if you get caught, you'll come here and you won't be able to, you know, hang call your mom you won't be able to see your friends you won't be able to go to your, your, your and that's person. just like the, the the top layer of things you can't do right right you know you, exactly. not being around like your dog and i'm not talking about like fred i mean like your family pet right. is like the least of your worries right so you know and then there's you know you're not making any money and then your life is still going on yeah so you know bills are piling up in your name if you, were you got respond- kids right yeah. you have kids probably so you know that time away from reality you know is Something that a lot of people, you know, it's like the number one thing that, you know, they regret. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be here. I want to be back in my life. Even struggling was better than being here. Because jails, I mean, it's not a fun place. Absolutely not. Um, I don't know if you've seen the show 60 Days In. It comes on A&E. It's about- I don't think so, no. I actually, um, I recently cut my cable. So Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, it was a show about normal people who went to jail for 60 days. And they kind of report it back. And the public gets to see what it's like inside the jail. I actually had two people from that show on my podcast. Um, and, you know, they gave kind of some behind the scenes. Well, this is what was going on with the producers and stuff. But, yeah, I was in there and I was kind of nervous about, you know, who was around me. Yeah. Um, so would you say that the verdict takes a bit of like a scared straight angle or is it more of just a... Um, <sighs> I guess like just a baseline non-biased report. Um, it, it, we try to be non-biased. Um, and I think that. I guess a better question would be, is the goal of the verdict to say this is what jail is like, or is it more so just to share a variety of experiences? I would say the goal is to entertain. Interesting. Okay. That, that Our goal is to entertain. And I watch courtroom TV and I watch ID Discovery and, you know, those types of information all day long. So a podcast about that type of stuff, um, while it wasn't immediately clear to me, um, later on it became apparent that that's was something that, you know, if, it was, if I wasn't going to do a podcast about anime, I should probably be doing a podcast about, yep. you know, a courtroom, you know, docuseries and stuff like that. I mean, why not both? Maybe not in the same podcast, but like get on that anime podcast. I should I, because I could do. I don't know. Uh, uh, I could do a, a very good anime podcast. Nice. Like I'm, you know, that's that's me all day every day. Um, so I want to entertain, 
And I want to bring information that you haven't necessarily heard. And I want to bring a viewpoint that you may have not considered. Um, I, you know, I have my co-hosts who typically they're going to go the route that you would expect a person to go. And I like to argue against that, you know, common thinking a lot of times just so that people who feel who don't feel like, you know, however the media says you should feel about it or mm-hmm. feeling like, OK, everybody's getting a voice or at least trying to get, you know, some representation, you know, um, you know, in some fashion. So that that way it's not just what what I hate is that when everybody agrees or says the same thing. So I like to see there to be some discourse and some um, debate at least. Discourse makes uh, interesting listening. Right. That's yeah. So you know, I try to you know even sometimes I have to you know argue against how I'm actually feeling, but just because you know my co-hosts feel very strongly in the same way, it's like right. if I don't, then you know you gotta play the devil's advocate. Right. Yeah. yeah you have to. You have yeah. To. Put aside your own biases or your uh, your own opinions just for the purpose of the podcast. Right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I guess that leads me to the ultimate purpose of this podcast that we're doing being what type of experience do you hope to bring to the, for lack of a better descriptor, NC State audience? I'd like to bring an opportunity to be heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's very important to me, being heard. Uh, you know, um, I don't want to get off on tangent, but I don't feel heard a lot of times, right. except in that setting where I know for a fact that people are pressing play to hear what I have to say. It makes me feel, you know, empowered. Validated. Validated yeah. for sure. So I want to make other people feel that way. And, you know, and speaking on things, you know, there's been a lot of uh, headlines in the media a lot of things going on and people are, you know, if you go on Facebook and on Twitter and on Instagram, mm-hmm. people feel comfortable saying those things behind a phone or a screen. But we could also have this conversation, you know, together. Mm-hmm. And that may, you know, lead to having more conversations together. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, I feel like that's, you know, we can't stop fighting, you know, if we don't talk. How are we going to stop fighting each other if we don't try to understand each other? You know, like we can try. You can feel how you feel politic- politically or you're whatever, whatever, that's fine, you know, but we can coexist yeah. and we can talk about it and we can also, you know, look at these examples in the media of how, you know, uh, our system is failing us and what changes, what areas we need. You know, that's what the segments come from is where these are areas that need change. Yeah. And, you know, we can, you know, I don't have the answers. So hopefully when I come here, I'll be talking to, you know, generation of young minds, people who are much younger than me, even Mm -hmm. who have plans for the future, who will be future senators, future leaders of America. Hopefully somebody here will say something or will be, you know, led to react in a different way after the show. Um, So I guess on a more uh, specific line what do we have planned for this okay all right uh so i'm gonna let you take the floor this uh for this one even though i know the answer okay so well we'll have a, a abbreviated live episode of the show um we'll um, bring some we'll have some audience participation uh, in various ways um we'll actually have some you know audience members come up doing two truths in a con um got some prizes to give away in, in that capacity uh, i don't want to give away anything too soon but yeah yeah you know, I, i've heard from what i've seen uh you want to be in that room oh for sure you want to be in that room and you want to be playing um and then after that you know we'll have a you know community discussion and forum but um for the most part and i've got a couple of people lined up as guests who uh, have made a name um in this area uh as being socialites social media 
you know, stars. Yeah. So, you know, we'll have, you know, a few people come through and kind of give their experiences. But for the most part, I want to entertain the audience, provide them with something fun. I know the classes have just gotten started. The grind is just getting started yep. for a lot of these students. So these cogs are turning yet again. Right. So hopefully, you know, this will, you know, pump you up and get you excited for, you know, just some way to blow off steam. We'll be on a Monday night. Yeah. So won't interfere with, you know, your, your weekend plans. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just, you know, an opportunity to come out and meet some new meet some new people you just yeah. get started um and i definitely think this is something that students will be interested in because as i'm sure you're aware as a podcast creator yourself like people listening to podcasts is like really big right now right. maybe maybe i was out of the loop for a few years because i was like younger or something but i feel like everyone's into podcasts right now they are yeah and it could be just like the rise of like smartphones right. and just like easy access right. anyone can essentially sit in front of a mic and be like thank you for listening to my podcast right. tune in next week and and then yeah. the more more and more celebrities who have a voice excuse me may not be making movies or music as often i know that big you know person who turned me on the podcast and was uh, joe budden um, yeah, you know, and before I listened to his show, picture of Joe Rogan popped in my head first. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I listened to Joe Rogan as well, but but they made it very easy for me. Before I listened to those shows, I thought it was very complicated. Right. But I saw what they were doing. They were just talking about what they wanted to talk about in a way that they that they were known for talking, mm-hmm. and so it just clicked almost instantly. I maybe listened to like five of each, and then I was bam doing my own podcast. Yeah. And um, people are listening to podcasts in the way that people used to listen to the radio. Like you think about like um, friends and family gathering around the radio to hear like weekly installments of like a radio play or something. Now, like you and your friends can like listen to a podcast, come together and be like, did you just hear that new episode? Yeah. And so it's a natural transition. It is. And even more to that point, uh, uh, aspect of podcasting that's taken off for me for say per se is um, like audio, not necessarily audio books. Um, narrative podcast that's valid too though it, it is and it's like just that listening to this I listened to uh, Marvel's Wolverine's podcast yeah. and you know being you know in love with that character hearing it in that way was so cool because mm-hmm. it's a very visual character but now I'm listening to these things I'm listening to him slink around and he's smelling and then he makes a sound with his claws and like yeah. in my mind I'm like I know what's happening yeah. even though I can't see it it's very cool for me I think I, I love that um Oops, sorry. I love no, you know, being able to. So um, even so to the point it inspired me to do, you know, podcasts very similar to that uh, that I'm working on as well. So I think that, you know, the easy access, the, the cost of podcasting has mm-hmm. dropped tremendously. And then just, you know, more and more people with a voice taking up the meeting before it was like, you know, very niche. Yeah. And, you know, everybody had a science fiction podcast or a uh uh or whatever hell you can listen to like dungeons and dragons like not like a let's play thing but like you can listen to people like going through the game and like that's pretty cool it is very cool like people will get their like guild together or whatever and they'll like podcast them playing the game oh that is very cool i've 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 always wanted to play dungeons and dragons and very cool highly recommend i can't find anyone who um would want to play well that's not true there is some people i do know but it's very hard for me it's hard to like get over that hump because like it's a very dense game like you got to set up your character you got to put yourself into that mode you have to imagine everything like get the dice right i want to give yeah i'd like i'd love to give it a try so um this yeah it's on the list 
Yeah, so Dungeons and Dragons is on the list. The Verdict Live podcast is on the list. So much stuff that people should try out and just check out. Absolutely, for sure, for sure. Yes, well, we are very excited to put this event together. Once again, for anyone who's listening, it is Monday, September 9th. It is going to be from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. roughly. Um, We're going to have snacks. We're going to have live audience interaction. We're going to have um, guest speakers, lots of different ways that you can win prizes and some very cool things that I will not announce at this point because uh, you better be there to find out yeah, you're, but you're gonna want to be there yeah but we're gonna have a lot of things going on once again wknc and the verdict september 9th monday night all right see you there uh, absolutely thank you very much for being on this podcast with me and we'll see you in a couple weeks all right thanks for having me